to your mother it's time for another episode of birds with friends just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like bacon steaks and cheese it's philadelphia bow and shield in the cut kicking it cooler than two penguins still bows old arch nemesis greg cosell shows up and it gets real pull up a branch and chill it's time to get ill with some birds with friends the early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends. Bowolf and Shukapati are coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings. Birds I'm gonna have friends. the rest of my life with these kids. Birds wow. Get, we gotta get that in a drop uh, immediately. I was edit that one out. That didn't come out quite. There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. The wonderful birds with friends. No editing. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of Birds with Friends. The time has finally come. Jalen Rager has signed his contract with the Eagles. Zach, give us the scoop. <laughs> yes, they have their, their rookies or their, their first-round pick under contract, but it is not enough to deter us from the main attraction today. All right, we will get to that. Uh, we've got a long way to go. We're going to split this bad boy into two parts, but before we get going, everybody does want to know, Shield, how are you doing? Explain the rules and let's get to it. We got 28 rounds. Come on. None of your nonsense. (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) We have today the best of the nest. Jeffrey Lure Eagle draft. The three of us will be drafting rosters of 28 picks. Now, that is not exactly 28 players. I will go through the uh, rosters. We have a head coach, an offensive coordinator, and a defensive coordinator. Um, a two quarterbacks, so it's important to draft a backup quarterback as we, uh, as the Eagles have made such a fascination with the position. A running back, three receivers, one tight end, uh, each of the five offensive line spots, and one flex position. And then on defense, a last uh, second change initiated by Shield that I think is a, is a fair change. Uh, just to let you guys know that we were, you know, still texting about this last night. Two defensive ends, two defensive tackles. Three cornerbacks, two safeties, only two linebackers, and then one defensive flex position. So uh, we have 28 rounds to get through, and this is uh, this is really, I think, the highlight of the summer. Now, the goal is to put together the roster best suited to win a Super Bowl in today's NFL. So that that is important. That you're playing in sort of this era of football, uh, but you're also not allowed to just sort of cherry pick you know, what a guy was like or, or what he was like elsewhere. We're talking about their, their Eagles careers. So you draft the player. He was on the Eagles, not who he was before coming to the team. So uh, the, the example we put out there, you know, Jordan Poyer, who was a seventh-round pick with the Eagles and then was cut a couple games into the season and then went on to be a starting safety elsewhere. He's not a, he's not a pick here. Uh, you're, you're only going with the player they were with the Eagles. Body of work matters, so if, if it's – uh, all equal between two players. If they lasted a little bit longer, that matters. You're getting them when they were with the Eagles. So if they were a little bit younger with the Eagles versus an older guy, maybe that makes sense. And uh, nothing before 1994 counts. So that is when Jeffrey Lurie took over there as owner. So, you know, Randall Cunningham only has one year as a starting quarterback in, in this. He's, you don't get his full, uh, his full Eagles career. Did I, did I cover everything? You did. I think so. I mean, I'm sure you'll change the rules as we go, but that that's my understanding is what you just said. Now, Zach, how long have you had your draft board ready? Well, I've, I've had it ready for about four weeks now, but that's not in like a try-hard sense. That's because we've been talking about this for <laughs> over a month and it's just gotten delayed. So it's not as if I've spent four weeks changing my board per se 
although there have been a few changes. But uh, it's it's more because this has been a topic of conversation for more than a month. Okay. Well, let's get to it with the first overall selection mm. in the best of the nest, Jeffrey Lure Eagles draft. Uh, you know, there are a few things here. There are a few positions where there's a very steep drop off, I think, from the top one, top two, to whoever is going to be the third player picked at that position. Uh, I think with the first overall pick, you want to take somebody who is, you know, a blue chip player, right? And, you know, I think there are probably two players I considered. You know, you can certainly make a case for for head coach, but I, I don't really like the idea of going head coach first. I want this team to be about the players. I think there are two players worth considering, and my edge is going uh, to the offensive side of the ball and a position where I think there is a, a huge drop-off to whoever has the third pick here. I am going with a future Hall of Famer, a player who joined the Eagles at the height of his career and still is playing. Maybe he's going to be my right guard, but the number one overall pick, left tackle, Jason Peters. Wow. wow. I did not Whoa. have that on. Wow. I was not expecting that. That is a surprise pick. Interesting. Jason Peters. Well, you're right. I mean, if you're going, uh, if you're going blue chip guys, uh, it makes sense. I, I, you know, I had different scenarios planned out here because I've got the second pick, and that like wasn't even one of the scenarios that I thought I'm, about. I'm surprised. To me, I had thought about this for a long time, and every time I thought about it, all the scenarios, this is what kept coming back to make sense. One of you is now going to have to waste a pick on you know earlier than you want on Trey Thomas. Uh, Peters is, he's one of two guys who's a, who is a hall of famer who played the bulk of his hall of fame career with the Eagles. It's him and Dawkins. They both have seven pro bowls. If you look at it that way, I, I have, uh, I am very happy to sign up with the, the entirety of Jason Peters career as, you know, the best left tackle in football for a long time as my, as my number one pick. Okay. Uh, Zeberm, anything to add or should I go? No, I'm curious to see what what number two is because this this affects my my board okay. here. Well, this, yeah, so this uh, this is different than what I expected. Um, having said that, you know, I had a similar sort of change of heart uh, as to what Bo had mentioned recently. You know, at at first I had a very specific plan. I thought it was pretty easy what I was going to do. Last night I was putting together my board, and I said, you know what, if you can get a Hall of Fame player, the most beloved Eagle of this era. A guy who's going to be the greatest leader, perhaps, uh, of professional sports that this city has ever seen. Are you willing to pass that up? It is 2020. You know, I usually uh, I usually lean towards offense, but you know what? Uh, I want this guy. Uh, the fans are going to want this guy uh, on the team they root for. And so I'm going Brian Dawkins with the number two overall pick. Wow. Okay. I think that makes sense. I, I did. I, I wanted to. I, I mocked out just the first two rounds just to see if I was. Uh, going to be on your guy's same page, and that is what who I had you taking. I think one of the good things about Dawkins is is uh, not only do you get everything that you just said, you're also getting up like he he his skill set's going to play in in uh, you know this NFL. You don't have to worry about like him being from a different era, right? And I'm getting him on a rookie contract. Don't forget, he's not going to cost me what Jason Peters is costing you. Well, well the salary cap is not a factor here. You can't throw <laughs> well, that in. Listen, but it, I, it's not rookie contract. I think you, you it matters that you're getting like. You're getting this guy who who is going to grow, uh, you know. You, you get you get you get the whole entirety of his career. 
All right, I'm guessing Zach thought that we were definitely going head coach and quarterback. So let's see what he does. <laughs> yeah. Now. So, so to be honest with you, when I did my mock drafts, my question was, uh, you know, I I thought I was I was getting, uh, I thought I thought I was getting Peters and Dawkins at three and four. Mm. Um, so uh, this is a pretty easy one. I'm going with the number one player on my board, Donovan McNabb, the wow. best the, the, the best wow. quarterback in franchise history. Uh, that's if, if you're starting a, a franchise, you're starting a team, give me the quarterback. Uh, so, so Donovan McNabb, number one overall, or, or, or I, sh- I should say my first round pick, number three overall. Now, now McNabb is very interesting. So, you know, as I did a, a sort of uh, deeper dive on this, I had a lot of trouble figuring out where McNabb should go. I, I think me he's, too. I, think I don't think there's a lot of separation, but go ahead. I think he's hurt. Like I think his um his his sort of reputation has taken a hit in the years since he left the Eagles. You know, I I was a big McNabb guy in the heat of the moment. I had you know I was wearing a McNabb jersey to high school. I was arguing with anyone who said he wasn't uh you know like a top five quarterback. Uh, the numbers are not very um flattering to him. And if you think about sort of uh, 2020, the NFL. Like right now, I wonder, like, where would he rank among all the quarterbacks in the league right now? Um, I'm with you. And uh, I, I think I would have taken him first of the quarterbacks, but it's a pretty slim margin, I think. And I would have done it just because uh, he was he was consistent for longer and he, you know, he didn't have quite the, the health issues as some other guys. But, you know, if you look at like just the best seasons for a quarterback for the Eagles over that time, he's got, you know, four of the top 10, one or two of the top five, depending on how you look at it. It's not like he's, I don't think that his, um, his, his peak was as good as like his, his best season is, is maybe like the fourth best, best season of the quarterbacks. Well, that that's tough because you have to adjust for, well, I I know, but even comparing to, you know, he he wasn't even, uh, I also looked at the, like compared against the league, he was, you know, top five in yards per attempt twice that's yeah it. they i looked at the 10 seasons he was the starter they had a top 10 uh passing offense in terms of dvoa twice yeah in those 10 seasons which was i mean obviously the running now, was a factor certainly for the first four years you have to take that uh into account you have to take into account all the weapons all those different things but uh i thought i i i that that he was a tough i'm i'm curious to hear what the listeners and uh the readers have to say about mcnapp I thought he was the no-brainer for number one. So uh, it's interesting how our boards are different uh, because I just thought you you start with the quarterback and he's the best quarterback during this time. Makes sense. Yeah, I, 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 I understand that. I just don't think there's a ton of separation, but go ahead. So then for my next pick, and, and Bo forced my hand here, and I'm, I'm surprised I'm doing this, but part of this is looking at the board. The other part is uh, is position value and – they haven't had a lot of left tackles during their time here. Uh, and so if Jason Peters is off the board, I am going with Trey Thomas. Wow. 11 years Whoa. with the team. Uh, oh, three-time baby. pro bowler. Uh, and wow. Look, yeah. So I am I'm going with Trey Thomas at, at this spot. He was number five on my board going into this. And he was so, number five on your board? Wow. He was number five on my board, yeah. Yep. Oh, baby. Wow. wow. What fireworks early on. <laughs> that's uh, that's crazy. All right. Two left tackles go off the board. Wow. Michael, Shield, Michael how are you Lewis. feeling about it? You don't Michael have a quarterback, but how are you going to protect you guys, him? Uh, a lot of money. Uh, okay. All right. So, um, so Shield, you're going to go King Dunlap here. 
it is my pick. And let's see here. I took Brian Dawkins. Wow, I did not expect with that. With my first pick, uh, I really thought Zach was going to be going getting his favorite head coach quarterback combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not do that. And so, uh, you know what? I've probably been more critical of this guy than you guys have uh, over the past three years. But if you can get me a young quarterback with his talent, with his smarts, with his ceiling as an MVP caliber player, uh, I'm taking Carson Wentz. Give me Carson Wentz here. I will start Carson Wentz and Brian Dawkins. I am happy with those two first two picks. Wow. That's this is very interesting. That is not <laughs> how I thought this was going to play out. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, in that case, um, I I thought that you guys were were going to take head coaches, and now that I have the opportunity to not be stuck with the third head coach, I think I am going to take a head coach. But it's tough to say who it's going to be. Uh, certainly, Doug Peterson won the Super Bowl. Andy Reid didn't, but Andy Reid's. Uh, you know, it's hard to argue with the entirety of that tenure. But I also think that there's a case to be made that Andy with the Chiefs is different. Like, he, I think he learned some things by leaving. So I think there's a case to be made for Doug. But. Uh, <laughs> oh, baby. This is tough. Oh, what's it going to be? Well, I'm, my first pick uh, is going to be Deshaun Jackson. Oh, intro. Okay. Wow. I think that uh, as you look at it, I think Deshaun over T.O. is actually a no-brainer when you consider uh, that you're getting the full length of – you're getting much more time. I think T.O.'s 2014, obviously he changed – or 2004, he changed the face of that offense. But uh, even compared to the rest of the league, it wasn't like he was like the best receiver in the league. Um, And the speed is going to play with Deshaun. And I – and this is one of the positions where I don't want to be stuck with, uh, with some weak weapons on the outside. So I'm taking Deshaun, and then I'm going to take, ah, uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> give me Doug. Doug. Wow. Doug P over Andy Zeberm. Are you surprised? I am surprised. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised coach is going this early too, but, uh, Okay, uh, that, I, you know he look he 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 won the Super Bowl and it's 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 that simple. He has that over Andy. Okay, so Doug Peterson goes off the board. Well, listen, this makes it uh, very easy for me. I mean, I couldn't be. This is like when your fantasy draft, you know, the guys you really want is just falling exactly how you want it. Uh, I was prepared to take this person. With the second overall pick, uh, you know, Bo, I thought there was a chance you were going to go coach with your first overall pick. Uh, I mean, uh, the head coach, I mean, what could be really more important than this? It's a head coach quarterback league. So I, I was prepared. If you were going to go head coach with your first overall pick, Bo, I was probably going to take a head coach with my second overall pick. You have the luxury there at the number two spot. It's a nice place to be. And I'm getting the guy who... I mean, what, what is it? 18 winning seasons out of 21 has evolved, uh, has many different iterations of his uh, offense, is always ahead of the curve in terms of passing the football a lot, in terms of play action. Uh, we're going to take game management off his uh, plate. I'm going to. Uh, mm, how, how do you do that? How do you get to do that? 
What do you mean? You don't know who else I'm I'm adding. You absolutely can do that. I, I could take game management off his plate. I'm not even gonna have. I'm gonna turn his headset. I'm the GM. I'm the owner. I'm gonna turn his headset off when it gets time to uh, decide on a timeout or or anything like that. And so I will gladly take Andy Reid, a guy who could win with uh, Michael Vick, who could win with Donovan McNabb who could win with Jeff Garcia, who could win with Coy Detmer, who could win with Alex Smith. I mean, double-digit wins in the bank with Andy Reid and Carson Wentz. What a battery I've got here. Oh, baby, we are going to win multiple Super Bowls here. So uh, Andy I do Reed, think that is yeah, definitely so, the right pick So that's pick clearly there. the— Andy uh, is my pick, and uh, yeah, I, I'm very happy about it. Yeah, that's that's clearly the risk in, in not taking the head coach when I did because— uh, there is a drop off after after one and two. That's yeah. That's, I can't believe that's you. Fairly clear. I feel like uh, you 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 had the option of potentially you know Andy or Doug, your choice, and a bad left tackle or Trey Thomas and a bad head coach, and uh, that's the way you went. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I mean, I I looked at the drop off on the board at left tackle. I'm very curious to see who's playing left tackle on, on Shields team. Uh, uh, how, how how about a guy who played left tackle when they won the Super Bowl? Huh? <laughs> That'll do. Listen, Andy, will scheme enough. it up. Don't you worry about my left tackle. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so look, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay true to my board here, okay? And I, I value the lines. I've, I've made that clear during uh, my, my time here on, on Birds with Friends. And so I am going with Fletcher Cox. Mm. And uh, I've had debate on who my top edge rusher is here between two. Am I going with the longevity or am I going with with the peak performance? Um, And I am going to go with Hugh Douglas. Wow. Hugh Douglas. Uh, And I was was debating between the DNs here, but I'm going – I think Hugh Douglas' top performance is better than the next DN on my board. And or and uh, and the big question there is he was there long enough that I like the body of work. So uh, I really like the pass rush that I have. I have a quarterback. I have a, a left tackle, and now I have a I have a strong defensive line. So I, I like the makings of the squad to begin with. Wow, Hugh Douglas! I did not see that coming. Okay, Hugh. Uh, well, I mean, Hugh Douglas was uh, you know doing the numbers. Yesterday, yeah, 54 and a half sacks in five seasons. You're also getting him at his uh, age 27 season. So uh, he's going to c- come in and, uh, and contribute right away. He might get in a fight with some guys in the, uh, in the locker room. Uh, he, he may have some issues uh, after his playing days are over, but certainly um, <laughs> a, 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 fant- a fantastic player there. All right, so wait, you took Hugh Douglas, and who, who else did you take? Fletcher, Fletcher Cox. All right, so who's your, give me your at, squad again. Fletcher at- Cox. Fletcher Hugh Cox, Douglas. Hugh Douglas, Donovan McNabb, and Trey Thomas. All right, that's a good squad. There's and I don't a... think we, you know, we didn't talk much about Fletcher Cox, but he's. Uh, I think he could have. You could have made a case that he should have gone even earlier. Um, I think that's a good. That's a good value there. I think there, there's there's a major drop off between Cox and the next D, interior defensive lineman on my board. I think that's right. Yeah, if you're talking blue chip players, I mean, you know, he's certainly uh, he's certainly in that conversation. So he fits. I got to say, Zach, the biggest surprise for me so far is that you did not take, I thought you would be taking a coach earlier than anybody else. Yeah. Look, I, I was, I was debating it, but I, I, I thought that the, uh, the, the coaches were going to last a little longer. And okay. so, so I, I misread the board when, uh, 
when I was at three and four, I didn't think the head coaches were, were going to go in the first two rounds. Okay. Uh, all right. So I am uh, up here. This is a this is a very difficult spot, I must say. Uh, I am not sure exactly what to do. Do I take a uh, do I take a big swing? Do I go with a safe pick? Do I act like a a real GM and you know try to try to build up front? All these things are going through my head. But uh, you know what? We want a high ceiling. We are not playing for uh, five years down the road. We are going to take the field. We are going to uh, take our uh, COVID-19 tests and see if there's a season and have a high ceiling and go out and shock the world in 2020. And so I will take the guy who in just 21 games had nearly 2,000 yards, had a season of 77 catches for 1,200 yards and 14 touchdowns. Who's 11th going in the to, league. Who's going to mirac- miraculously, I, I mean, recover from an injury and give me everything he's got on the biggest stage against the biggest coach, the, the, one of the best coaches of all time. And uh, you know what? Uh, he doesn't have to deal with Donovan McNabb on my roster. <laughs> you know, Carson Wentz, we're going to coach him up. He's going to go out there. He's going to love T.O. up. He's going to be in the media saying he deserves a new contract. He's going to be in the media saying our offense took a huge hit. You know, we'll do our best. But, man, when you lose that guy, uh, you know, you are in, uh, in huge trouble. And I'm going to take T.O. I'm going to go with Carson Wentz, Terrell Owens, and Andy Reid on offense, Brian Dawkins as my leader on defense. Oh, baby, I'm looking good so far. All right. What was uh, your little snide remark there about uh about Well, in 2004, it was, the, it was 11th in the league in receiving. That's all. Okay. Uh, yeah, with uh, with an injury. I mean, anyone who was alive for that season <laughs> and saw what he did, I mean, give me a break. 11th with your, with your I'm just nonsense saying. counting stats. I would have taken him next if he didn't take him there. Okay. Um, okay. Well, this is tough for me. Uh, I would have liked, I would have liked to have taken the two best receivers and, and really built that up. Um, now I still think I can wait on a quarterback. And sure I have about that. We, we might be. No, you, you guys, you guys can, you guys can uh, box me out if you feel like you need to. I'll text you zebra. um and there's you know there's a player who i really want but i it's hard for me to really believe in the position value this early in the draft um and i have nobody on defense and there's a lot of defensive talent to pick through but i just i cannot look away from the performance from 1999 through 2008 one, two, three, four, five, top five defenses. I think that coordinator makes a little bit, matters a little bit more on defense. Uh, and I feel like this allows me to maybe wait on defense at certain positions later in the draft because I'm confident that Jim Johnson is going to make the most mm. out of whatever I give him. So I take Jim Johnson. And to go along with that, Yeah, Jim Jim Johnson, four top five finishes in DVOA in ten years, and the floor the floor for his defense was seventeenth. Yes, I mean, uh, what a run! And also, you know what? As I was saying, how I was making, so and that much- was the only time he was bottom half of the league. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, what a what a track record. And as I was saying, you know, making some picks just because I want a fun team. 
I mean, man, that's like the, the you know, that's the style of defense I want to be rooting for if I'm a, uh, a GM or an owner. So uh, I have no issues with that pick. So I think what I'm going to do, this is not what I would have expected I was going to do uh, at this point, but there's enough talent at the other positions I'd like to go early where I am going to take the other player who I think is uh, the, the one dominant uh, locker room leader who is there and is as, as good on the field to go with it. I will take the other safety. Give me Malcolm Jenkins. Mm, okay. Not bad. So, that's, that's your first defensive player. Huh? That's my first defensive player. So I have uh, Jenkins and Jim Johnson to go with Deshaun, Jason Peters on offense and Doug Peterson as my head coach. Solid. The, uh, that's fun. This is part of the fun of the exercises. Uh, that's fun to think about a Jim Johnson, Malcolm Jenkins pairing. You know? Yeah. That like, seems like a pretty, a pretty <laughs> seamless pairing. Don't you think? I, I feel like Jenkins would, uh, really enjoy playing for him. Maybe more so than Jim. <laughs> Jim I think he would have been able to do uh, a little more, would have been able to blitz a little more, um, do some different things, but, uh, yeah, there's uh that, that is a fun pairing to think about. All right. Before we get to my Actually, you know what? I'm going to save that. Let me just make my pick and then I will uh, get to that. All right. So this is tough. I'm looking at my board here. Uh, I'm surprised at the quarterbacks who are still on the board here. I, you know, I thought uh, that everyone would have a quarterback by now. So did I. That is a little bit surprising. I'm looking at some, uh, some positions that I feel like are not very deep that I wanted to make sure uh, I hit early. However, uh, I don't want to, uh, don't want to reach for some of these, uh, this is tough. Uh, I, I'm looking uh, around here. You know what? Hmm. Oh, baby, this is difficult. All right, you know who I think I'm going to go for? Uh, I'm going to go for uh, one of the first players I interviewed when I started uh, interviewing players, a guy who had 145 starts as a Philadelphia Eagle, 85 and a half sacks in mm. 10 years. Good pick. Out Outstanding against the run, four double-digit sack seasons, never missed more than two games in a year. And you know what? He was also a little bit crazy, and I want a little bit crazy on my defense. So give me Trent Cole uh, to man the defensive end spot in my defense here. A nice foundation with him and Brian Dawkins. I think that's a good pick. I think I I would have I had him I had him over Hugh Douglas on my board. Yes, yeah, so that's a good pick. I I was really deciding between those two, and and the way I looked at it is Hugh Douglas in in six years with the Eagles, three Pro Bowls, one All Pro team. Trent Cole in ten years with the Eagles, two Pro Bowls, no All Pro. Uh, certainly has the longevity and the consistency. Um, so I I I went more with the uh, what Shields' rationale was with with To is is I'm I'm going for the peak performance, but. I think Trent Cole as the top defensive end would have been a, a smart pick as well. All right. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know uh, Trent Cole's uh, grooming habits, but I tell you what, he might have been a fan of this product. Fellas, are you prepared to unveil your summer bot? The beaches are opening. Uh, Trent Cole likes the outdoors. I know that. The sun is shining and the bushes must be tamed. Manscaped is here to ensure your post-quarantine body is ready for the wild. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. They have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. The perfect package 3.0 kit comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. This is the best trimmer on the market 
For those of you in need of a chest shave, this third generation trimmer features skin safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. You can also adjust settings to get a length you like, and you can stay on top of it with almost no effort at all. So for a limited time, subscribers get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag $39 value add and the patented high performance reduced chafing manscaped boxer briefs. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code THEATHLETIC20 at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code THEATHLETIC20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code THEATHLETIC. And for a limited time, subscribers get not one but two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, $39 value, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped boxer briefs. So go to manscaped.com today and use code THEATHLETIC20. So I'm up here for two, and I'm going to stick to my board. Uh, and frankly... Look, I'm 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 not building a fantasy football team here. I'm, Ooh, I'm building a football fire. team. Okay. I'm mm. building I'm building a football <laughs> team, and I'm I'm focusing on the positions of value. And here's a guy that I was I was shocked is is still on the board. Uh, in eight seasons with the Eagles, made five Pro Bowls, was a first team All Pro. Uh, the the in, in in my opinion, the the best player at an important position here, Troy Vincent. Wow. Oh, okay. Does that surprise you? That well, surprises I don't, me a little I, bit. I don't want to explain the reasons okay. why it surprised me until okay. we're later in the draft. Uh, I agree. But uh, I will say doing this exercise and looking at his uh, resume, I, I, I don't think it's a bad pick. I mean, you said it, 118 starts, eight-year starter, five-time pro bowler. You're getting him at his age 26 season. Uh, you know, you're building uh, the secondary there, which it's, it's a passing league. So um, not, a ba- not a bad pick at all. Uh I, I didn't think he was going to go this early, but um, I, I think you can easily justify it. And so then my other one here, and I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to the offensive line, and I'm, I'm going for high-caliber performance, not a position that is valued as, as, as much as the perimeter positions. Mm. But look, when I'm, I'm looking at, at, at blue-chip-level players, if you look at first-team All-Pro bids during this period, uh, Brian Dawkins is first with number four. Wait, I'm sorry, with, with four. This guy is second. With three, and that is Jason Kelsey, center Jason Kelsey. Wow, Kels. I think that's a defensible pick. I'm curious, given uh, what you've said, why you went Kelsey over Lane Johnson. Uh, that's 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 a valid question. Uh, a a few things here. First off, like what Shield was was talking about with the Dawkins pick, that you you're looking for a blue chip player at his position. I also think there's more depth at that other tackle spot. Mm-hmm. I really don't like the depth at center. If I didn't get Kelsey, I wouldn't be thrilled with the player I have at the pivot there. Okay. I think that I would have considered I, I had Kelsey on my short list for the next pick. I think that's a I think that's a, a, a reasonable pick. All right, Jason. The Z Farm is really building the trenches, I feel I will, like. Yeah, huh? Zach's team right now. Uh no coaching staff, which I respect. <laughs> Uh, Donovan McNabb, Trey Thomas, and Jason Kelsey on offense. Hugh Douglas, Fletcher Cox, and Troy Vincent on defense. Okay. Not this is that. an Andy Reid-style team right here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that may not matter if you've got uh, a <laughs> different coach. Chip Kelly. This is going to be a Chip Kelly uh It's only fitting team. for me, by the way, to end up with, with Chip. Right? Well, I know that's right. 
All right. So I am up. This is tough. Uh, I am looking at sort of, uh, again, the you know positional value. I'm trying to read the board, see who's going to let be left for me uh, down the stretch here. And so that makes it certainly uh, a little bit difficult. Uh, I'm, I'm debating this guy, but I can't. Uh, I don't think I can pull the trigger. I'm debating that guy, but I don't think I can uh, make a move there. Or should I? Hmm. This is uh this is very uh this is very challenging. I do want to certainly build uh, build up the the passing game. I'm looking at uh, a few different options here. Whew. Jeez, this is tough. Uh, let me let me let me look at my spreadsheet here real quick, and then I will uh, I will get back to you. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, with this guy. I am gonna go with the guy who he's the only one um, other than he's second in receiving yards behind Deshaun Jackson mm. uh, in this list. Uh, there are other, you know, solid tight ends, but you know what? I want the best pass catcher. I want the guy who knows how to use leverage better than anybody else. Great route runner, uh, great teammate is going to come up clutch and win a Super Bowl for me. And so I'm going to take Zach Ertz. I haven't had Carson pick. Wentz and Zach Ertz, you know, get his boy, boy there. I'm, I'm going to have a meeting with both of them about how, how to handle T.O. <laughs> make sure everybody's on the same page. And, and I'm going to make Ertz my pick here. Interesting. I think that's I think that's fair. I actually thought you were going a different way when you started that. Okay. Um, and... Zach Ertz, oh, five over five thousand seven hundred forty-three yards during the Lurie era. Only Deshaun Jackson has more. Yeah, that's good. I think I think that's a <laughs> I think that's a, a a reasonable pick. Okay. Oh man, what do I do here? It's tough. It's getting tough. It's getting fun. It's getting spicy. Okay. <laughs> um. I think I do. I mean, I have I have no uh, defensive line to speak of, and I did. What, the funnest part of this ex, this exercise for me was was getting to know those like mid '90s players a little bit more than I did. Mm, yeah, I was um, 11, 12, 13 years old during that time. Yeah, I knew I knew not much about these guys, and I'll tell you what, William Fuller. Oh yeah, 13 95. sacks in '95 and '96 back to back, nine and a half in '94. Uh, he's way up there in the you know the Eagles sack leaderboard, and uh, I need some edge pressure. Give me William Fuller. And uh, with my next pick, this is uh, this is a pick that I I'm doing because I want the I want the player. I think I'm reaching here position wise, but I think you can make the case. And this is a passing league. This is the one player who is going to give me a real different dynamic um, in my passing game than any of the other players at his position. I think if you were looking just at, uh, you know, who's running the ball, you might make the case for somebody else over him. But if you're looking at yards per touch over yards per carry and catches, give me Brian Westbrook, baby. And now all of a sudden my offense has a very interesting uh, look and maybe even quarterback proof. Yeah, I mean, the, his again, he's another guy who his numbers were – uh, crazy. I mean, averaged nearly nine yards per reception and had over 600 receiving yards four times. I mean, so you're getting like wide receiver two production right. with, uh, with Brian Westbrook. He can win a game for you as a returner. I actually was considering him, um, with my last pick. The reason I didn't, you know, like, like you said, there are some other, uh, running backs on the board. So that's why I didn't, uh, go that route, but certainly, 
a good pick. And yeah, William Fuller, uh, they got him when he was 32 years old. Unbelievable. But, but three Pro Bowl seasons, 35 and a half sacks in 45 starts. Uh, a fantastic player. So uh, so no issues with either of those. Zeberm, how you feeling? It's like a uh, fantasy draft when the board doesn't go the way you okay. anticipated. You know, I, look, I, I, I mocked this out and, uh, and this is not going the way I, I, I mocked out. I, I, I look for full disclosure. I thought McNabb and Wentz were going one and two. Okay. So, uh, so that affected the way I, I kind of did everything thereafter. I'm surprised there wasn't an earlier run on defensive linemen. I probably would not have taken Hugh Douglas when I did. Uh, but you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm staying true to my board, so I'm proud of that. Okay. Uh, all right. I am That's all you can here. do. you got to be proud of that. I mean, I'm not staying true to my board at all. I've got like these totally disorganized spreadsheets, <laughs> and I'm just looking going, you know what? I actually I like this guy. I'm, I'm going to take him. And so I don't, I don't know if that's good or bad. I would probably be uh, – be bad in a regular draft, but I do like my squad. Yeah, um, but as as we've learned from you, you know the way they do it now doesn't necessarily work that well. So do it your own way. That's true. I agree with that. Okay, uh, I'm going to look at a spot. You know, I wasn't. Uh, I, I had in my notes here at uh, at defensive end. Gotta get one of the top four, which I did with Trent Cole. Uh, but you know what? If I have a chance to get two of the top four. I think I'm going to do that, and I, I'm going to go with the fun-loving, high-character, foul-smelling. Uh, everybody loves him, and take Brandon Graham. I mean, man, talk about in a big game. I got Ertz, I got Brandon Graham, I got guys ready to make uh, big-time plays, and so um, you know, he he obviously had I think less upside than a guy like Hugh Douglas, who uh, Zach took. Uh, 51 sacks isn't going to wow you, but he has been very durable, has missed one game in his last eight seasons. You know he's great against the run. Uh, you're going to get him for 10 seasons as opposed to getting five with a guy uh, like Hugh Douglas. And so uh, I feel good about that pick. Uh, I, I will team Brandon Graham with Trent Cole. Uh, that is a very nice uh, defensive end tandem. So uh, so that's my pick. Now, the one the one thing I would say is that you, you are getting 10 years, but you're also getting the the slow ramp up in the the early part of his career is, you know, he, he Please, did not. That was all bad coaching. <laughs> OK, he wasn't getting a chance to play. He's going to start on this team right away. OK, you're not going to sit him behind Jason Babbin on this team. Hmm. Well, unless you draft Babbin as your flex. Well, yeah, that's possible. <laughs> all right. Zberm's up. Let's see what Zberm's yeah, so, got. I, li- I like getting the ran- <laughs> let's get some random Zberm update- updates every 3 rounds. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so look, I I understand it's 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 not a position that the three of us value over some other spots. But to, in in my opinion, the well, statistically the best running back in Eagles history. Most rushing yards, dynamic player, can can catch it, can run it. You're talking about peak performance was top of the league at his position. Uh, I think Shield picked him as as the running back of the decade. Is that correct? Uh, no, I think I actually yeah. argued against him. Argued? Okay. <laughs> so look, <laughs> I'm going he the with, wrong. He called the wrong <laughs> witness. I am going with Lashawn McCoy here. Okay. okay? And uh, you know what what he did during that 2010 to 2014 stretch was outstanding. So. Give me LaShawn McCoy. And then 
I'm going back to the offensive line. And look, there is, you know, there when I was talking earlier, I, I, I said it's 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 a deep group of offensive tackles, but if I feel strongly about my offensive tackle group about my offensive line, then then yeah, I feel strong about my team and about my offense. I'm going with Lane Johnson here. Okay. Good uh Good pick. So on those two, you know, Andy was trying to get me to uh, draft LaShawn McCoy, but I said, listen, Andy, there are certain character things we can uh, mm. look past and there's others we can. And I'm trying to, you know, I, I can have mm. what it's the old theory of I can have one crazy guy uh, with T.O., but, um, you know, you had too many. I, I'm just kidding. And I guess in, in respect to LaShawn, uh, he was never like a, a locker room issue, right? It was sort of all the other stuff. No. Uh, that was yeah. a problem. But yeah, most rushing yards of any player during uh, – during this era we are uh, looking for could could do it all was a really fun player to watch so uh, no issue with that and and you make my next pick very easy Zach because uh, basically my uh, strategy at right tackle was I was going to wait till one of yep. you guys took a right tackle uh, and then I was going to uh, pick whichever one was left so you know I was looking at Lane Johnson uh, several rounds ago so that I think you got a nice uh, value there but um, you know I'm gonna have the worst left tackle of the three of us I don't want to have the worst right tackle of the three of us and so uh, I will take I will take John Runyon here with my next pick I think that's pretty reasonable uh, that is and that is the uh, the nice benefit of having the two pick is, is you can wait at a couple no, of positions like that. mentioning this two pick. Listen, you made up <laughs> the golf thing. Uh, I took whatever pick was handed to me. Uh, you know, I, I don't need the endless jabs. All right. <laughs> Let's see what I'm going to do here. Uh, okay. 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 I wonder if the listeners are having fun right now or if this is, if this is fun or if this is boring, it's really fun for me to be honest. I think they're following Uh, along. Yeah. For for me to say that, you know, I've got a meeting. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Um, Okay. Who you got? Oh man. Go ahead. Yeah. Read your, read your ad. I'm going to read your roster. So you've got, uh, you've got Jason Peters, Deshaun Jackson, Doug Peterson, uh, Jim Johnson, Malcolm Jenkins, Brian Westbrook. And William Fuller. I had forgotten and to Will- put him in William there. Fuller. Okay. All right. My defense uh, leaves a little bit. I mean, I got a lot of spots to fill out, but I think there's a lot of depth at the positions I need. Um. And you know it, it it feels a little bit empty if I if I take Jason Peters first and then ignore the offensive line for too long, and I'm certainly going to be stuck with with an uh, well actually I may not be stuck with a terrible right tackle uh, because there is an option there with some some versatility. Oh, give me a break. Uh, so I'm not going to do that right now, but uh, I do want to. I do want to have some some you know real upside with the offensive line, so I'm going to take Brandon Brooks, uh, wow. a a uh, you know one of the best players in the league in his position. Certainly some uh, questions about health along the way, but I think that I think that leaves me with some upside. And then uh, you know one of the other things that that I really wanted to do is I wanted to make sure I had two of the top four receivers, and so I'm going to do that here. And I, you know, I, I could not believe the numbers on Irving Fryer. Mm-hmm. With that quarterbacks. In his, with, without, 
much, you know, great quarterback play. He was, uh, I think, fifth in the league in uh, that two-year stretch with the Eagles. Now he's certainly coming to my team at an old age. But uh, I value that wide receiver position, and so I'm taking Irving Fryer. Yeah, it was, uh, it was what, a three-year run, right, for Irving Fryer. Had over 3,000 yards, was catching balls from the Detmers, from Rodney Pete, from Bobby Hoying. He was 34 years old when he joined the Eagles. Uh, lot of, lots of off-field issues, both uh, during and after his time with the Eagles, but uh, certainly a very, uh, very productive wide receiver for the Eagles and was sort of in that, um, I think, that top group that you wanted to uh, find somebody. So uh, nothing wrong with that pick. All, All right, right. Sheila, we are, we are back to you, and I will read, read your roster for now. Okay. And that is uh, Andy Reid at the top, Carson Wentz, Terrell Owens, John Runyon, Trent Cole, Brandon Graham, and Brian Dawkins. Mm, like, like that squad, like my squad. Uh, okay, so I have a few different options here. Uh, there's one position where I, I do feel like there's uh, going to be a little bit of a drop-off. Uh, th- and this is, uh, this is a culture guy. This is culture, versatility, great team re- teammate, uh, you know, a fun guy to be around, uh, you know, has, has a nice van we can hang out in, in, mm. uh, in training camp. And so, uh, you know, normally I would not want to go guard this early, but, um, you know, certainly when you're looking at it, I think I'm going to play him at left guard. Uh, yeah, like, like Bo was alluding to, I believe he's played uh, many different positions throughout yeah, the course of Yeah, you're stealing my right tackle. Uh, I'm going to take, uh, hair dog. Todd Harriman's uh, here. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't get a, a great left tackle, but now I'm feeling good. I got Todd Harriman's and uh, John Runyon. That's a nice foundation uh, for an offensive line there. And I think you're, you, you don't have to declare now that he's your left guard, even if that's where he ends up. I think one of the nice things about Harriman's is you can, you, you can play him at right guard if you want to. Yeah, I was trying to see. I, I think that he Did played you, he's he's play, he he really played like a long time at both left guard and right guard and and, okay. and right tackle for a season plus. Okay, yeah, he was he was pro football reference at him at left guard for 1 2 3 4 5 seasons. Uh right tackle to right guard to uh I you know, I don't know how uh, accurate yeah. that is that isn't snap counts or whatever, but uh so I will go with Todd Harriman's. What round are we in? This is uh, about to be the end of round 7. Oh, okay. It's almost going quicker than um, that. That's wrong. This is the end of round nine. Oh, good. Okay. Well, on that note, then, let me, uh, I'm going to let you uh, chew on your picks there for a moment, Zach, because uh, I got to tell the audience uh, to grab your peanuts and popcorn. Baseball is back. That's right. The boys will be getting back out on the diamond this week. And while we may not be able to join them in the stadium, there is plenty of action to be had from the comfort of of your home. There is no better place to get in on the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To celebrate baseball coming back, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering free bets for every home run your team hits. Oh, I like that. Take advantage of this Grand Slam offer. It's easy. All you have to do is place a pregame bet of at least $25 on your home team, and for every home run they hit in that game, you'll get $5 worth of free bets. Man, I am totally doing this. Uh, what is it, Friday, the Phillies opener? I'm, to- I'm totally pulling the trigger on this bad boy. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering all new users a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't worry. If baseball isn't your game, DraftKings 
offers great odds and promotions on all sports ranging from MMA to basketball. DraftKings Sportsbook is U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable. Plus, it's easy to deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you want. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TOSS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code TOSS to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Pennsylvania only, in partnership with Meadows Racetrack and Casino. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zeber, what do you got, my friend? So, a trivia question for you guys. Okay. During oh. this period, from 1994 to 2019, who has the most receiving touchdowns of any Eagle? Hmm. Uh, probably the guy you're going to take. <laughs> yes, good answer. <laughs> and that is Jeremy Macklin. Okay. Oh, that was actually not what I was thinking. An underrated That was going to be Brent Selleck. An underrated Eagle. 36 touchdowns during this period. Okay? He's, he's number one on the touchdown list. He's number four on the receiving yards list. He's number four on the receptions list. Uh, and I, I, I think a, a, a very underrated player when you look at it based on because of the upside that he had and when he left. But I I feel very comfortable with Macklin here. To be honest, I was looking at, at going Macklin Fryer at this spot. Uh, Fryer is not on the board, but Macklin was the number three wide receiver on my board. Um, so I'm I'm happy getting Jeremy Macklin at this spot. Uh, now I'm I'm having uh, some questions internally about what to do with this spot here <laughs> because look you know it's 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 clear I need more offensive weapons. Uh, the linebacker board is wide open. There's a, there are two linebackers that I really like, but the question is we're talking about today's game, not the era when they played. Do I factor that into consideration? Uh, so you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go with the player that I think is is the the second best defensive tackle. This might mm. be up for debate, but in my opinion, he's the second best defensive tackle here. You can't necessarily judge him by his stats. You also have to look at at the production or or, or the quality of play, I should say, and that's Corey Simon. Interesting. I think that I think that's actually a smart pick. Uh, defensive tackle is bad. Uh, you know, with once Fletcher Cox went off the board, I, I thought Cox and Simon, I, I agree with you. I think he was the uh, definitely the second best defensive tackle. Uh, you get him for five seasons. He's got a Pro Bowl ceiling, uh, 32 sacks, of course, had what the, the contract issues right there uh, near the end. But uh, I, I don't think uh, I don't think that's a bad pick. There's just a, a big gap sort of between him, I feel like. And uh, and the next guy and uh, Matt. Yeah, Macklin is a tough one because. Um, I did, there were several times I've here, I've looked at the board and thought, do I, do I go with, uh, Macklin here? The production is impressive. You know, I thought in 2014, um, which we were all covering the team then, I mean, he was fantastic that yes. year. Like he reached a level that I didn't think he was capable of. I, I actually, uh, before then, when people would argue that he was better than Deshaun Jackson, I would say you're nuts. No way. Uh, but that year, I mean, it wasn't just the numbers, the counting numbers, because you're in the in the chip offense. But he was making, I thought, spectacular uh, clutch catches. 
and uh, and really reached a, reached a level, like I said, that I didn't know he was capable of. Uh, all right, all right so I'm up. Um, you know what? I think you kind of forced my uh, forced my hand here with uh, taking a receiver there because I think I had a group of like uh, five. Yes, it five, five, I think it was five guys. There's five guys. Okay, and I got one of them. And uh, you know what? Uh, we really got to make sure our chemistry is good, and we got to figure things out because this is a risky pick. This could blow up on me. Uh, but you know what? Uh, like I said, I'm trying to win the Super Bowl in 2020, and uh, I'm going to take a guy who was the number one wide receiver on a Super Bowl team. Um, I like and, it. And uh, so I'm going to go with Alshon Jeffrey. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, he was my fifth as well. Yeah, he, he was, was not my fifth. Okay. Interesting. You had uh, you had somebody else, and so uh, I'm gonna. I've got wow. Look at these pass catching options. We got To. Uh, we got Alshon Jeffrey, and we got Zach Ertz, the team with Carson Wentz and Andy Reid. So uh, you know what, Alshon doesn't have to do as much as he's had to do maybe with the uh, with the Eagles offenses. Uh, we make got to make sure we get him the ball. We got to make sure he doesn't cause any issues with Carson Wentz. I don't, uh, you know, love pairing those two together uh, again. But you know what? We'll take the Eagles' word for it and say they're buddy buddy, and everything's been overblown, and it's all good. So, uh, Alshon Jeffrey's my pick. Alshon Jeffrey's best season with the Eagles, uh, production-wise, 2018, when he had 843 yards. Where do you think that season ranks among the best receiving yard seasons for the Eagles in this era? I I would say 12. 22nd. Interesting. 22nd. I think you are uh, not getting what you think you're getting from, from Alshon Jeffrey. Please. He's playing, he's playing in the, in the era in which, uh, you know, the numbers are, are higher across the league, the juice ball era for wide receivers. And he's nowhere near, he's, he's not even, his season's not even as good as Chris T Jones's season. Well, I mean, that's nonsense. No one in their right mind would say Christy Jones was a better player than Alshon Well, I'm Jeffrey, just saying. So but That but, pokes but, a big hole in your argument. He's my number two wide receiver. So 800 yards is going to be great when you've got T.O. there uh, on the other side. And so uh, I'm perfectly fine with it. Did you not put together an all-Eagles team or something that had Alshon Jeffrey as your starting wide receiver, if I remember correctly? That was from the decade. All-decade team. Okay, well, there you go. Well, uh, I'm fine with that. Let's see here. What are you taking, Christy Jones now? <laughs> not, not yet. Okay. Save it for the flex. Uh, okay. Uh, I think this will be our. Uh, I'll make my two picks, and then we'll we'll finish that round, and then we will uh, we will end this episode, and then cl- close it up after. Does that make sense? Sounds good. All right. So uh, I've got some I've got some holes on defense. I've only got one defensive lineman, um, and I don't have a quarterback yet. Ooh. But uh, there are some there are some things that I, that I want to go after that I think are uh, not available at other for the people below them. That was not well said. But uh, I want some guys on defense who can create some turnovers. And the cornerback group is stacked, and I think that's what she was alluding to when he was surprised Troy Vincent went so early. Uh, it's a really impressive group over this period of time. Which is kind of ironic because oh, right. exactly years years, considering yeah. how how uh, dire that situation has been for the Eagles in recent memory, um, but there's only one of them who has uh, who offers something a little bit different, and maybe he's maybe you could knock him for the physicality, but I want somebody who's going to be creating turnovers, and give me Asante Samuel. Okay, wow, uh, and another player who arrives at the prime of his career. 
And then you, you can't argue the production with my next pick. Oh, wait, but you, you got Jim Johnson too. Oh, he's not going to be happy about that pick. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the, uh, it's like the, you get the one, it's like the same thing as the, the one knucklehead you get, you get the one guy who can miss tackles and I can't have it in at other positions. Oh man. When Asante is doing the Ole, that's going to drive him nuts. But... <laughs> um, okay. And then, uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go, I'm going to take my third receiver. Uh, and this is the guy who I would have had over Alshon Jeffrey. Um, and that is going back to, to the early period here. Give me Arkansas Fred, Fred Barnett. Okay. All right. Who, uh, Ooh, but you're not offers, getting his best years though. That's the problem. But you're, he's 28 years old in 94 True. Uh, and has 1100 over 1100 yards. He's a deep threat. He was, uh, he had a good year the following year as well. Uh, so yeah, I'm getting him post prime, but I'm still getting a, a very effective guy. And I do believe that my offense now, my weapons with Westbrook, Deshaun, Fryer, and Fred Barnett. I think uh, I think I've got the best group of weapons for sure. Yeah, I think Jeff Garcia will do a good job with those guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Oh, so am I up? You are up. We're, fi- we're finishing this round. You said okay. Yeah, All we're right. gonna finish this round and then we will uh, we will return for episode two. Hmm. This is tough. Let's go. I wasn't uh, I wasn't ready quite ready for uh, for this pick here. All right. So you took Fred Barnett. Off the board, I feel like I just need to uh, to get a quality player here. Let's see who, who's who's left. Don't want to go that route. Here, you guys chat amongst yourselves. I'm going to need a minute here. Okay. So, so Bo, let me ask you this: because was this your strategy all along to wait for a quarterback? Because I'll I'll be honest with you, my strategy, uh, I I figured McNabb and Wentz were going to go one two. And I was going to wait on a quarterback. And the thing that I was warned about was that Bo was going to jump mm. in and take his second quarterback to to mess with me. So uh, I applaud the gamesmanship, or I, I I don't even know if it's if it's gamesmanship, but but the strategy of of waiting on the quarterback. Well, it wasn't. I wouldn't say that it was my initial plan. I was, you know, if if McNabb or Wentz had made it back to my second pick, I probably would have pulled the trigger. Uh, but I I. Part of the reason is that I don't see a ton of separation between the next group of quarterbacks. And I've mm-hmm. been able to put together uh, what I think is an offense that, that, you know, should be able to work with whoever the quarterback is. I can respect that. I would say that I was, I was much more worried about losing the head coach. The, yeah. Having the third head coach than having the third or fourth quarterback. Look, I, I, I see now why there was the early run on, on head coaches. I thought head coaches were going to go a, a little later on, maybe at uh, I don't know if, if at this point, but rounds four, five, six, so to speak. I, I thought this is a players' league. This is a players uh, that you you try to build the best roster you can, and then the coach will figure it out. All right, I'm going to go with the crazy pick here. I think mm. uh, friend's older brother had this guy's jersey. You'll still see. You'll still see. You'll still see it around uh, Eagles games from time to time. Uh, you know what? This might. This probably is a little bit of a stretch, but uh, I don't have any defensive tackles. And uh, you know what? He, he benefited from playing with uh, great players, but was very productive. I'm gonna go with Andy Harmon. Mm, I was gonna. I almost despite. picked him last. I don't think that's so crazy. Defensive. Crazy ta- so he began his career as a defensive end, then slid inside had a four-year stretch at defensive tackle 
where he had 38 and a half sacks. Now, he, again, he was playing against some of the best defensive, uh, with some of the best defensive players you will ever find. But uh, you know what? He's playing with uh, a pretty good squad, pretty good defensive ends here too, with Trent Cole and Brandon Graham. So they can they can uh, rush the pocket, and he can be on cleanup duty and uh, pad those uh, pad those sack totals. So uh, you know, it's not one that I feel uh, great about. You're, you're not going to be great at every uh, spot, but uh, I, I like my defensive line with Cole Graham and uh, Andy Harmon, and then we got B Doc on the back end right now. I think that's a good pick. So to uh, finish off part one here, I'm, I'm going to take the plunge. And I'm going to take the plunge because you guys can say— I have no say, idea what this means. I'm so excited. <laughs> I think I know what it's going to be, but go ahead. You guys can say that this doesn't work in today's NFL. You guys, oh, baby. You, you guys can say that, that, uh, that how is he going to fit in a space game. Say all you want. Mm. I'm going to say this. Eight seasons with the Eagles— Four Pro Bowl appearances, one All-Pro, 95 starts, a team leader, one of the best players in this era. Like, just the, I think no question about that. He's in the team's Hall of Fame. Uh, I think if 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 you weren't weighing things by position and you just wrote down the top 15, top 20 Eagles since 1994, you wouldn't get very far before mentioning Jeremiah Trotter's name. And I'm going. I'm going Jeremiah Trotter for that reason. Give me a quality player, and and I'll I'll see how he fits. But I I want talent. I want a guy who who sets the the uh, the uh, the uh, spirit of the defense, if you will. And and so give me the axe man, Jeremiah Trotter. I mean, he's definitely on the list of fun guys you want on your uh, on your imaginary roster. So uh, yeah, I mean, you're listen. We're gonna be. Uh, I do think. Be, you, go ahead. We're going to be scheming up ways to attack him yeah. uh, in the passing game. But, you know, he did have two separate stints. And so, um, you know, you can assume you're getting the, the younger, maybe more spry uh, Jeremiah Trotter. And, uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a great player, uh, a, guy that, uh, a guy that people loved and uh, very fun to watch. So uh, I think I'm you are right, in that pick. Zach, in saying I, I think he is probably the one player hurt most by the, uh, you know, the emphasis on playing in today's NFL. I think there is – there is real question as to how effective he would be in today's NFL. All yeah. right. So All right. Okay, so Zach will start the next uh, the next round. Is that correct? Zach will start the next round. Let's read off the rosters uh, to close this first episode. Or, or should we just do that at the start of the next one so people can just hit listen and hear them, and then we, we're all well, we can do We can do both. You know, Who knows if they're going to go back to back. Okay. Very quickly. Uh, my team. Doug Peterson and Jim Johnson, the only defensive coordinator selected so far. Uh, the offense has Brian Westbrook, Deshaun Jackson, Irving Fryer, and Fred Barnett with Jason Peters and Brandon Brooks on the offensive line. And I only have two defensive players right now, William mm. Fuller and Malcolm Jenkins. Shield has Andy Reid at the top, Carson Wentz, T.O. and Alshon Jeffrey, Todd Harriman's and John Runyon on the offensive line. And his defense includes Trent Cole, Andy Harmon, Brandon Graham, and B Doc in the back. I think you forgot Zach Ertz for me. Oh, Zach Ertz. I apologize. Yes. Uh, nice try. Well, yeah. <laughs> try, trying to curry favor among uh, the voters. And Zach, tell me if I'm missing anybody, Zach. Donovan McNabb, LaShawn McCoy, Jeremy Macklin, Trey Thomas, Jason Kelsey, and Lane Johnson. And then Hugh Douglas, Fletcher Cox, Jeremiah Trotter, and Troy Vincent 
on defense. You miss you miss Corey Simon. This Corey week. Simon. All right. Well, there you go. Nice squads. I like these squads. This is going to be fun. See right. how it gets analyzed. Okay. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Stay tuned for part two of the best of the nest. Jeffrey Lure Eagle, all-time draft for Zach and Sheil. I'm Bo, and as always, we love you.